Are you ready? Starting now? <laughs> well, now you just messed it up, you knob. God, you know that the shit that we go through for this, huh? I know. <laughs> fuckers, fuckers better appreciate it. When we started, we were just like, yeah, we're just going to do this, man. You know, shoot our wad into the wind and see what happens. <laughs> What's right. the title of this uh, podcast again? I don't know. Objects, I don't know. Something with a penis, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> our fucking faces are everywhere now. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but You're but welcome, ladies. <laughs> right. Popular with the ladies. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm not even going to apologize because I hopefully, hopefully it sounds <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, really? really, this is this is fucking explicit now. <laughs> ah, the explicit button. Let me use my finger. <sighs> la, 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 la. It is time for another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And that episode starts now. Hey, everyone. It's your friends at Sober, Not Mature. Hi there. And, uh, <laughs> yes, yes it's, it's both of your friends this time. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm well. How are you, Bill? I am doing well, but we do, we do have a purpose. Uh, we we actually usually talk about uh, our one website, but we actually have two websites now. So two we wanted to, two websites in one. <laughs> All right, so so everyone knows we still have the podcast website that is www.sobernotmature.com, uh-huh. and we just launched the store website. So uh, we also have that. Do you know what the website address is on that one, Mike? Of course, I don't. <laughs> it's pretty easy, Mike. It's www.sobernotmatureshop.com. Ah. So, <laughs> but from the, the the podcast website, you can still hit the store link and get into the uh, into the web store, or you can right. access it from our Instagram page through the highlights. Uh, we've been posting quite a bit about it, and we'll continue to do that. But mm-hmm. do you know what's on the second website, Mike? Um, it, well, there's a store. There are products that you can purchase for you and your loved ones. <laughs> well, Mike, do we do we still have merchandise? <laughs> we have merchandise. Well, we got T-shirts and coffee mugs and all kinds of crap. <laughs> and one of the one of the coolest parts, we also do have <laughs> all the recovery books from Hazelden, which is kind of a big deal. That um, is a least- big deal. Eh, at least for us. So all the books that we read, God grant me 24 hours, the big book, the 12 and 12, um, all of those books are available for sale on our website. And they once are. again, that, that store website is www.sober. <laughs> trying to help, man. <laughs> I know you are. You're not helping, though. Okay, now i got to say www.sobernotmatureshop.com. Dot so, com. Dot com. Visit that today or visit the, the podcast website, which is, again, you know the podcast website, so. Uh, com. <laughs> Did you just say sober but not mature? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> yeah, like fucking mush mouth or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. You've suffered enough with this, and uh, we'll get back to what we were talking about previously. So visit the websites, though. All right, all you woodchuck chuckers. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's Groundhog Day. <laughs> See, I knew I could make you laugh. I had that uh, planned and figured it's I'd put a little. It's cold outside. <laughs> it's cold out there. It's cold out there everywhere. Right. Every day. Every day. Uh, over and, of... and over and over. <laughs> and of course, welcome our friends mm. to another episode of Sober Not Mature. There we go. So, right. Yeah, we were. I kind of had that planned out anyhow, but. Uh, yeah, when Mike and I just connected, literally, we we usually connect for about what seven seconds, and then just like, yeah, you right. good? I'm good. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, it's good. Let's go. And he, he had this this in his voice, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm about to make my friend laugh. So yes, you did. <laughs> but uh. yeah, so so yeah, what 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 was the deal? So the fucker did. I don't even know what it is. Did did the fat fuck see a shadow? Did not see a shadow? I believe he saw it. So that it's early spring, but I never know which is which is which. But I don't know. Yeah, right. The rat size shadow, and so we uh, winter will be over with soon. I don't know. Right, or so, it yeah, won't. Early spring means what? The eighteenth of March, nineteenth of March, maybe. <laughs> Shit. Right. <laughs> I mean, every year it's a it's it's. I don't know. I they were talking about it on the radio. They do every year, and you It'll know, kind of snow in fucking April. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, exactly. I mean, in in Wisconsin, and this is a whatever you want to call it, a, a written or weather fact or whatever, there's literally only three months out of the year that in the Milwaukee area, at least, and certainly up north, uh, mm-hmm. that, that there hasn't been measurable snowfall, and it's June, July, right. August, you know, so... Right. You know, all the way through May, I remember plenty of snowstorms in May and um, September, eh, not as much, but, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's happened, so. Right. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it's, it says spring on the calendar on March, what, 20th or 21st or whatever the deal is, but, uh, yeah, that's usually when, usually what comes out of fucking Groundhog Day, oh, six more weeks of winter. That's what mm-hmm. Bill Murray makes that comment. Oh, I'm predicting March 16th, or, or no, he says March 20th <laughs> or whatever he says, you right. know, so. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So anyhow, whatever. But um, so obviously, I know we've got your reading. I got some things to talk about. I got back from a trip. I want to talk about that. I went to a couple of meetings while I was down mm-hmm. there. So, um, you know, checked out the secret society in a different area, and then uh, nice. Um, yeah, had a little bit. Uh, the travel was fine, but I'll get to it. And then yeah, went to a funeral this week. I think uh, obviously you know that. And I, I uh-huh. did a post on that too. So I'd like to just talk about a couple of things with that, and then um. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever the fuck else we want to talk about. Oh, I started right. a new job on Monday. So, yeah. Yeah. Got that all coming up. So, yeah, I'm going to be a working man again. It's about <laughs> fucking time. I know. You know what? Uh, it, it That kind of, all that stuff is what it is. And, well, I'll talk about it. No regrets, yeah. but we'll talk about it. So. Mm-hmm. But uh, now, hey. Hey, Mike. Let's yeah. let's do a reading. Mike, right. to you. No, wait. Wait. I'm sorry. Mike, <laughs> over to you. Ah, well, thanks, Bill. <laughs> Well, thanks, Bill. Let's do a reading now. <laughs> let's do our reading. No, let's not. No, let's do it. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, one jumped out at me this week, but I think I've already read it. It was dog-eared and it sounded familiar. So I had no clue what I was going to do. So I sat my ass down here and flipped through the book and came up with this one. Uh, July 31st. Ah, I wish it was July 31st. It's not, though. Patience, my friends, patience. All right. Um, How can I believe in a higher power? I was taught that God is just an idea that weak people use as a crutch. Alcoholics Anonymous member said that. Uh, I may have said that once or twice in my life. Anyway, uh, after we admit how serious our addiction is, we have to face our fear and sadness. Without the help of a higher power, we are hopeless. That is why we must 
each find a higher power that can give us the help that we need. Some of us don't like step two because we think it asks us to believe in somebody else's idea of God. It doesn't. It doesn't even ask us to believe in our own idea of God. The most important thing is to find a higher power, not less, not necessarily the higher power, to help us stay sober. One that can teach us to succeed in sobriety and one that we trust. We don't have to understand this higher power. We just have to believe that it works. Prayer for the day. Higher power, you ask, I ask you to come into my life and show me how to trust and understand you. Today's action. Today, I will make a list of three people or things that know more about recovery than I do. I will circle the one I trust the most. So, um, is that why we're getting together? Because, uh, you know, me, you, you trust me. <laughs> well, yeah, I do trust you. I'm, I, don't know why. I don't have to understand it. I <laughs> yeah, and that's, that is the thing. We, you know, so that's kind of funny because we, we've talked about that plenty of times that, you know, the, the two of us, uh, and there's not many people, I mean, a lot of people can say it, but, you know, people that have been around each other for this amount of time in sobriety mm-hmm. that, you know, with the exception of a, of a couple of days before you got to the Keating Center while I was there, mm-hmm. I mean, we have literally been together, you know, mm. and been on the same path since right. day fucking one, you know, right. um, same, <laughs> same fucking place. Um, not the same <laughs> feelings when we went in there, but no. if you want to listen back to, what was that episode <laughs> four about our first 30 days, right? Mike, Mike's, Mike's impression. And when he walked in there all fucking happy and Ooh, mm. I'm done. And I'm like, mother fuck me, <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Because you know, again, right. we came in, you know, two different sides of the road and ended up in the same path. But Yep. You know, so going through all that stuff, it, it's funny how, um, you know, you see things or I see things or I have or you have or I have mm-hmm. not, you have not. And it just goes to show that, you know, there there are so many different ways to to get this thing, you know, but the key there is to rely on other people. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. Obviously, listen and try to learn and try to retain and, and right. all those sort of things. But, you know, being around people that can sometimes put it into different words than mm-hmm. what you're hearing is is everything, right? I mean, I think right. so. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, well, clearly our way of doing things and thinking about things wasn't working out too well. So <laughs> we need some new, fresh ideas and some new, fresh actions to take. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> and it is, I mean, just, I mean, not just between you and I, but all the, all the different people that we know and that we have known and all the stories and the leads that we heard mm-hmm. and the, these little pieces of information that, you know, happened, you know, years ago when we were 30, 60, 90 days sober that we hold right. on to, mm-hmm. you know, and, and still remember, I mean, they're meaningful, but they weren't, they weren't necessarily the, the book knowledge. They were the, the people that had walked the path and said, Hey, this is how I did it. Right. Or they said it, like, like I said, they almost in layman's terms, I guess, if you put it that way, not that, I mean, if you read through the big book, I don't think it's hard to understand. It's not like, no. I mean, I've, I've read in the past, you know, bits and pieces of the Bible, not a lot, you mm-hmm. know, and I've read Shakespeare uh, because sure. I had to, it's right. not like reading either one of those, but no. you know, sometimes when you're reading it, it's still just the black and white words don't, don't make sense, you know, but somebody's like, sure. no, it's, it's this simple. <laughs> yeah, right. This is what it means. This yeah. is this is how you apply it to your life. Yeah, could it could it yeah. be that simple, right? <laughs> yes, it can. Yeah, fuck, fuck it. I just <laughs> didn't know. I just didn't know. But 
so what I wrote down was um, God is a crutch. And I, and I think the way that, that that read to begin with was a lot of people said that, you know, the whole higher power thing and uh, people looked at it as just people, other people using God as a crutch. Am I correct at how that was mm-hmm. worded? Okay. Yeah, right. You know, weak people. Right. Need right. Need the, the magic man who lives in the sky to get them through their day. Right. And, right. you know, I mean, I suppose, you know, it, it is. I mean, mm. there, there's a matter of there's a matter of hope and faith that people have and whether they place it in. Um, I mean, it's not us, you know, and uh, when, when mm-hmm. I was at the funeral, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about that in a little bit, too. But, right. um, you know, so the that particular thing looking at that that picture in the building with the steeple and the guy with the beard and you know all that stuff that's not mm-hmm. our thing but i mean we have hope and faith in in a thing even if we can't we've said it before no i have i can't i can't draw a picture of what my fucking higher power is i don't know what it is right i know what's there mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got to be there right right <laughs> right i mean you know and and it, it's funny the deeper i get into this thing um the more and more the program is a power greater than myself for me. It, it really is. You know, it, it doesn't, again, said it a million times on here. I'm an atheist. That's what I am. I don't believe in all the mumbo jumbo and the magical stuff. And that's fine. You know, if you do, cool. Um, great. Um, but I, I need practical stuff. I need, I need, you know, like I, I, I've said a million times, I, I don't believe in the supernatural. I, I don't believe in metaphysical, um, natural and physical are pretty fucking amazing to me. And it's enough for me. Right. Um, but yeah, but I mean, the program of Alcoholics Anonymous with the principles that it entails and the, 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 the actions that you have to take and all that, it's all not me. It's all bigger than me and more powerful than me. And it is a power greater than me. Right. And that's enough. Yeah. You know, it is, it is enough for me. Yeah. We just have our services and, you know, clubs and church basements instead of a, right. Instead of a building with a, with a steeple on it. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well, we're just underneath the room that they do that in. (laughs) Yeah. And that's I I really, you know, I get stepping back and thinking about that. I mean, I know we always joke about it, but I thought that that was, a little weird, you know, when I first started going to meetings, because I do, mm-hmm. I remember I went to meetings with, and Kathy and I uh, went to meetings with our dad every once mm-hmm. in a while. And sure. even in my, you know, when I was, when I worked for him, so I was, you know, 17, 18 years old, 18, 19, mm-hmm. whatever it was, uh, we went to, you know, me and him and his buddy, Stu, who I've talked about a little bit, right? you know, used to go to meetings and it would be in, I don't think we went to, I don't remember. I remember being in, when I was a kid being in big smoky rooms, you know, almost like, right. uh, I remember it was like a, like a restaurant area we might've met in one time or, uh, you know, like a, uh, a banquet hall or, you know, that mm. sort of thing, which is, you right. know, if you remember like heating men's and stuff used to be, at right. That. Yeah. It was at the Knights of Columbus hall. Yeah. You know, so same, yeah. same type of setup type of thing like that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, when you think about it, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was weird that they, it was in a church, but it was not supposed to be, you know, a religious thing. I didn't, mm-hmm. like, I don't remember having a problem with it. It just, right. you know, as I thought about it, I'm like, yeah, we're in a, in a fucking church, you know, church, right. in a church basement, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I mean, what, whatever. It's just, uh, it's, you know, and sometimes you're sitting there and you're sitting in the area where they have Sunday school. So, you know, you, mm-hmm. you see Jesus up on the wall, you see the God oh, sure. things and all that sort of yep. things. And <clears throat> do you remember? And I, God, I think I, I think I brought it up on here, but, uh, Either way, I, if I don't remember, nobody else is going to fucking remember. So right. when 
when I first started working, the the first job that I had, not my real job, but the factory mm-hmm. one when I worked right. um, third shift at three to eleven, the only meeting I could go to was at seven a.m. and it was up on um, oh, I can't think of the fucking road it was Lorraine. But, Lorraine, there you go. Yep. And that was that was at a church, and it was in one of the right. meeting rooms and things like that. And I mean, literally, like right next to you know where the whole open church area was, mm-hmm. and. If I remember correctly, it was, you know, cafeterias, table set up, kind of horseshoe set up, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, w- I think I went to an evening meeting there a few times. Oh, did you? So, okay. Yeah. yeah. I know the was, church. Right. Oh, it was nice. It was, a, you know, a nice yeah. little discussion meeting, but, and that was, a, that was an AA-sanctioned meeting, but it was in a church, and there happened to be um, Bibles or something like that, either in the room or on the table or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and a number of people complained about it, and yep. AA, AA removed them from... They they removed them from being a sanctioned meeting because they were they were being accused of bringing religion into the program. Really? Yeah. And I was yeah. I was fucking blown away by that. I'm like, wait, how? What? And the the meeting was like they still held the meeting. They just couldn't be. They weren't going to be in the book anymore or anything like that. And I remember them huh. announcing it. And I'm because my first thought was like, fuck, this is the only meeting I can get to. What the fuck, you know? Right. Um, and it didn't, they didn't stop meeting. They just, they mm. weren't, they were no longer advertised, you know, through central office and this and that. And I, in, at the time that I thought it was shitty and I, now I think it's even more shitty. Well, right. That is shitty. You know, and it was just, it, there was never, um, there's more God talk in a gender, in a general AA meeting, any fucking general AA meeting oh, yeah. that I go to than, yeah. than, than I remember in that particular meeting. And nobody brought uh-huh. up a Bible and like, or anything like that. Yeah. Um, right. But some motherfucker or motherfuckers, plural, mm-hmm. complained about it. And yeah, they got they got stripped of their you know their AA wow. standing. I was yeah, but they yeah. met anyway. So there yeah. you go. Yeah, they yeah. said fuck them. We're still going to meet. We're we're just not on the schedule anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't. I just I don't know if I ever talked about that on here. But uh, but no. from your reaction, you you sure as fuck don't remember. I know that. Much. No, no, right. <laughs> And I probably shit, man, if I if I'd have been going to that meeting regularly, like, you know, whatever, and they had done that, I would have continued to go to that meeting. Right. Yeah. You know, this atheist would. Right. Yeah. Fuck that shit, man. I mean, that's one of the things I like about AA is it, it's run from the bottom up. Right. It's supposed to be. And Jesus, man, somebody complained that there was a Bible in the room. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know. Right, my home group is is the basement of a big ass old Catholic church, and you know, yeah, there's there's crucifixes all over the place, and you know, big giant St. Patrick picture of him, and um, yeah, you know, I I ignore it, or it's just there. (laughs) Well, you haven't. I don't. You've been going to that for like you know almost fourteen years. I don't think you've you haven't even melted walking into the building yet, have you? No, no. Well, it wasn't a Lutheran church when I first started going, so that was a little easier. It was a gymnasium there, so. Oh. <laughs> um, right, you know, but uh, they went back to their original meeting place, which, because the Catholic Church had closed down for a while, and they opened it back up, and uh, yeah, you know, because they, I don't know, weren't making enough money or something, but apparently right. they are now. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, that's right. And like you said, you know, there, there's... A regular, generic, whatever, AA meeting. Yeah, there's going to be plenty of people in there talking about God and even a few about Jesus. And, oh, yeah. You know, you know. so what? Yeah, and in some, it's it's a fucking lot, you know, but yeah, it's just right. one of those things where I'm like, oh, okay, we, we get it. You're a God yeah. guy. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, right, there you gotcha. Go. 
Cool. Rock on, yep. God guy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so so back to the reading though, and it, a couple of things that said um, hopeless without a higher power. Mm-hmm. Obviously, having to find a higher higher power. That's something that we were told. And once again, we've we've talked about this plenty of times. That right. The, the simplest thing that that I heard was from our very very good friend Dan. You know, right. rest is wherever he's resting. Let him rest in peace. Right. And um, you know, just said hey. You know, um, just know it's not you. And he even offered to to, to lend right. all of us his higher power. He's like, I, right. I have a higher power. He goes, if you want to borrow mine, he goes, until you find one of your own. And, you know, <laughs> I, I laugh at it now. But at that time, I'm like, what a fucking gesture that was, you know, yeah. just that. Uh, well, he was a good dude to begin with. And mm-hmm. he was one that along with, you know, hundreds of other people. But he knew how to get this across to people who had just you know, fucking wide-eyed and no fucking idea what was going on, mm-hmm. um, you know, that here, just relax. It's not yeah. you. You can make me borrow mine. It's cool, you know? Right. <laughs> but then, um, you know, I wrote down the word trust. Obviously, we have to mm-hmm. trust in something, you know, that something mm-hmm. else is there, which I trusted Dan, you know, right. not even knowing him that well, but then, you know, believing that it works. And the only way that I think either one of us, but I'll speak for myself, is the only way that I came to believe that it worked was seeing it work in other people's lives and then mm-hmm. listening to them and being like settle the fuck down stay over don't stress about this shit it will mm-hmm. work out and mm-hmm. then it did and then it mm-hmm. did again and then right. it did again <laughs> and believe me and I, I said this a few weeks ago whatever it was with this whole goddamn job search you know my my stress level doesn't change and it hasn't changed in almost 14 years but mm-hmm. um I, I know how I don't I don't even know how to make I, I don't know how to make myself feel better except for saying fuck it somebody else's will not mine that's all I could do right. now and just go to sleep you know yeah <laughs> you know, well like, again yeah the faith and the trust that you know if if you do the right thing you know it's gonna work out it may not work out the way you wanted it to but it's going to work out and it's gonna be okay that's all that matters right yeah right. Again, faith and trust, you know, it's going to work out probably not the way I want it to, but that's okay too. It's still going to be okay in the long run. I'm going to keep breathing. I'm going to be relatively comfortable. Um, You know, I'm going to eat. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to, you know, right. It's going to be okay. I'm not going to be out on the street starving. It's going to be fine. Right. Something's going to work out. And usually, and you're the one that says this all the time, is usually it, it turns out better than what we thought. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, it all falls into place sooner or later. But I'm telling you, in, in no fucking joke, I have no patience. I have, well, okay. I have very <laughs> little patience. And mm-hmm. it's really hard for me. And Mike laughs because he knows. Right. Um, but I, I have to talk about it because it's it's so ridiculous to me. But it does. I was getting... I was getting so stressed out, but it's, it's not mm-hmm. the first time I get mm-hmm. stressed out about things like that because these are, these are life things, but still I did. I kept doing everything, did the work, doing it, have the faith, mm-hmm. you know, they, every night when I'm doing my prayers, I fuck it, dude, your, your will, not mine, whatever you are, it's your will. I guess I'll go right. to sleep now. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, okay. What am I, mm-hmm. what else am I going to do? You know, drink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. That'll make it better. Right. Hey, <laughs> hey, you know, what sounds like a good idea. Ruining my life again. Hmm. Yeah. Note to self. You can ruin your life again. Meh. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's the other, that's the other thing with this, with this whole higher power, higher power stuff is that, uh, I mean, sometimes it's all we have to do. No, not even sometimes all the time. All we have to do is get out of our own way, 
Uh, mm-hmm. but let the, you know, trust the process. And that's it. That's why I just wrote down the word trust mm-hmm. and believing it works is we, you have to pay attention to other people in, in your circle, right. in your group. You have to watch other people. You have to see the other miracles. If we want to mm-hmm. put it that way, you know, or just see the other progress in people. Hey, yeah. And, and I'm not of the opinion and I've said this before, you know, if I can do it, you can do it. Fuck that. That doesn't happen. You know, cause we, you got to do the work, but mm-hmm. if I see somebody doing the work and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to do that work the same way. I should get a relatively same or close to the same relatively right. speaking result. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Energy in energy out. Right. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I like that. Yeah, to begin with it, I had viewed it already when you said, what, what was this, July 31st? Which <laughs> was July right. 31st. I, I laughed. I did. I, uh-huh. I laughed because, uh, yeah, and that's, uh, and I could talk about my trip a little bit because the weather was, obviously the weather was nice down there, but, mm-hmm. um, but so any, anything else with the, with the reading at all, or you good? Um, Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. But I, I liked it. I mean, I, I know I say that every week and it's not, mm-hmm. it's not bullshit. I mean, I, I, this I've said countless times, I, you know, when we do this, I'm really glad that we do this reading. It's, uh, it's just a, it's a really good way to start off. Same thing. Start off our day, start off this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of it is that nine times out of 10, I mean, we've, I've got, I got put, couple of pages of notes here all the time and i've got ideas of things i want to talk about but um i really enjoy the conversations that we have you Mm -hmm. know when it comes to that and hopefully well i i hope everyone else does too yeah (laughs) (laughs) again if you you don't you know what to do yeah if you don't well fuck it man you know because i i was going to bring that up too and i was watching our um because our last couple of episodes you know that um you know the one from last week with uh with jenny and amanda and our one you know from two weeks ago you know Mm -hmm. it's like these episodes are struggling to get to that to that hundred you know 100 plays which is our was our norm you know seven day period but you know and part of it i'm looking i'm like i don't know it's you know we look in the summertime and people are busy and then but it's i i don't know it is it is what it is so Mm -hmm. um you know i uh not again, not something I'm, I'm stressing about, but, um, it's, it's a curiosity type of thing. And then, you know, I say something like that and then we're both like, yeah, fuck it. Then don't listen. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's just kind of funny. Oh, a couple of things like this is a, a quick program note. So when we uh-huh. had, um, Carly and Breeze on. So if everyone remembers, Breeze is the one that did the um, the little out music for us at the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. If you don't listen to it after we say our goodbyes, you should. It's fun. She did a great job. But um, we did an episode with them. God, was that six months ago now? It's been a little bit. Yeah. But um, Carly was working on a book and we had told her that when it was released, you know, we tried to figure out a time to have her back on. So Mm -hmm. I saw on Instagram. I don't know if it was yesterday, but I saw it for sure today. Um, her book's out now, you know, and oh, I think cool. it's the audio book. So I sent her a text and I said, Hey, you know, I said, you know, obviously let's figure out a time, you know, we don't have any, anything scheduled over the next few weeks. And, um, I'm just trying to verify it, but I, she had said next Friday, which I think she means like the ninth. So this coming mm-hmm. Friday, you know, not today, mm-hmm. but a week from today. Right. And then what I told her was, um, I said, you know what? I said, why don't we do this? I said, come on for like the first half hour when we take our break, you can, you can head out, you can have the first 30 minutes or 40 minutes to, you know, talk up your book and whatever, and then go out yeah. with your night. So cool. I thought, you know, I don't know, we'll try something different. We don't necessarily have to, you know, have to, you know, keep her for the entire hour while well, our hour mm-hmm. and a half <laughs> <laughs> for the entire time frame. But, but I'm sure. like, Hey, you know, in my head, I'm like, 
maybe that's a new, you know, like an accidental format that we're going to have, you know, that, that mm. dreaded, that other dreaded F word format, yeah. format, <laughs> format, playoffs. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so she said, um, she said, yeah, but I, I texted her back just to, just to clarify it. If that's the case, I'll, I'll promote it up this week. But yeah, if it, if not this week, next week, we're going to, we're going to have Carly on again. Um, so take a look back. It was, it was Carly and Breeze. And I, again, I can't remember. I think I could probably look, mm. but um, I'll, I'll look at a little bit. Then I can figure out what episode, but, but yeah, she's got a book now and she's doing a lot of, uh, you know, trying to promote it and, uh, you know, just helping out some friends or a friend, you know? So, yeah. right. Cool. But um, so um, nothing else, nothing else on the, on the reading, right? No, no, I'm looking up Carly and Bree's episode. Okay. And then real quick, I just wanted to ask you, have you heard the, the new um, Black Crows song, Wanting and Waiting? I have not. Look it up. Because, uh, I mean, I, I it popped up on Spotify. You know, again, sometimes they, they show new releases and things like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were talking about it on the radio. But um, it's one where if you just heard the song, you'd know right off the bat it's a Black Rose. And okay. I like it. I mean, it's got... It's hmm. kind of snappy, you know. It's got that snappy yeah. beat to it. It's got but a it's... good beat, and you can dance to it. <laughs> it does, but um, <laughs> yeah, no doubt it's 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 classic Black Crow's sound and everything. Like you <laughs> could even you could even tell the music opening up before he before he even opens up his mouth. Um, I think I would know, you know, right away that it was a Black right? Crow's. But <laughs> yeah, so there I was looking up. I mean, they're they're touring. Um, they're touring this summer. I I would love to be. Have you ever seen them or no? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I would love to. I never have. They they had uh, I think the the year of the pandemic they were gonna they were gonna do right. what was it the Shake Your Money Maker thing? They were their concert yeah. was just just redoing that album, right? Right. And they were song. supposed to tour with Aerosmith and that fell through because oh, you know, yeah, yeah. those guys are all fucking old and decrepit and fucked up on drugs. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, I mean I haven't really paid too much attention to it or looked into it, but um but yeah, I thought that uh, they'd be, I don't know. I, I think you'd enjoy it. I know you like the Black Crows. So I do. That was a uh, complete, complete side note, having nothing to it do was. with anything. But you know what, kids? That's what the fuck we do around here. Right. Man. Yeah. And if you're curious, Carly and Breeze <laughs> was episode 83. Okay. God, that's been a while ago. Shit. Wow. Okay. So yeah, go back and listen to episode 83. Um, you'll hear both of them there. They both have a fun story and, you know, again, how they met and how they got together um, and individually have great stories. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, Carly's been working on the stuff and working pretty hard. So, you know, once again, we see these people out there, these, you know, and they're young. And, you know, not just young by age, but young in sobriety, you know, right. some people out there that are, that are out there doing the thing and, you know, kicking some ass doing this stuff, you know, we want to help them out. So. Absolutely. Cool. All right. So, um, do you want to hear about my little brief thing about my trip? You feel like. Sure. Okay. So, you know, I had mentioned it kind of on a, well, a couple of weeks ago, I think, uh, towards the end of the episode that I had just decided to take a, you know, what the hell type of trip and, um, booked a trip down uh, through Airbnb, through uh, Urinburger Beach. And it was, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to do the math and all that stuff and on when I could leave and when I could get down there. It's like a 14-hour drive. And I could check in at 4 p.m. on Thursday, but the more I thought about it, I'm like, I was going to leave at like midnight, you know? And midnight here, which have been one, doing the math, this and that. I'm like, fuck it. If I get there early and it's it was supposed to be nice weather-wise, I'm like, I'll just fucking kick around in the nice weather. You know, right. why not, you know? So I left it a little bit before 5 p.m. this time. So again, 6 p.m. Eastern time. And, you know, this this whole foggy thing that was going on, 
so I hit a little bit of fog coming out of here and I'm going down. First of all, I'm going down 65 and I use ways and it's like pothole ahead. And I'm like, Oh, and I, I see this truck hit this fucking pothole. I'm like, Jesus Christ, another couple of miles pothole ahead, you know, ways is notifying me and it's doing this. And I'm, I'm like swerving, trying to miss it. I mean, these are big fucking, I mean, these are monstrous fucking uh-huh. potholes, you know? And, and I'm not kidding you like every two or three miles. So I pull off and I'm like only a half hour into my trip and I'm trying to look at, you know, any place I can cut over because to begin with, I wanted to go, I had planned on going, you know, out like route 30 and stuff like that and heading out that way. Right. Um, but it rerouted me probably quicker or whatever. So I ended up going that way. So first time I'm like, I can't see an easy way to cut over. So I'm like, fuck it. It'll be fine. But I keep going pothole coming up, pothole coming up, pothole. I'm driving like another half hour and it's foggy and it's dark. I'm like, I hit a couple of them too. And I mean, uh-huh. fucking hard. And I'm like, right. either I'm going to blow a tire or throw my front, whatever. So right. I pull off again and I'm looking, I'm like, I don't give a fuck where I'm going. I'm just going to start going east <laughs> yep. until Waze puts me into, you know, some other thing. Cause it kept like for, I don't know, 45 minutes or a half hour, tried to reroute me back to 65. Right. Uh-huh. So finally got out, got around it, but I mean, it's, it's foggy as fuck. I'm behind this truck. Thankfully, um, finally get around it. I lose like 45 minutes of time there, which is not a big deal. Um, so driving down there. And I think I told you when, when you and I had talked, um, after the, the last episode, there was a couple of points that, um, as I'm driving, I'm like, I can't see, you know, <laughs> and as I get on, you know, these like freeway areas and I'm like, fuck it, man. If some, if some animal jumps out in front of me, I'm like, I, I'm never going to fucking see him. So I'm like, whatever, mm-hmm. man, boom, just fucking cruising. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, I ended up going through like West Virginia and into Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I knew I was in like a mountainous area, but you're, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's dark and it's a little foggy and I'm going up and down these, you know, these hilly roads and shit like that, which was, which is kind of cool. But, you know, I'm looking up to the side and I'm like, God, I got to come back this way so I could see this shit, you know, right? because you can see you're the fucking mountains all over you. So I get through all that and get, I get down there about, I know it's like whatever time I texted all you guys, it was like, I think 830 in the morning. Um, and at this point, I had been up 24 hours, right? All right. And I got up at eight because I had the uh, the meeting with Elise and um, the guys from Night of Recovery um, and all that stuff. So I did that and I, I figured I'd lay down. I, I did lay down for like a couple hours. Mm-hmm. I don't think I slept, maybe a half hour, you know, so um get in there and I'm, I ate some lunch and did whatever. And it's one of those things where, you know, I don't know. I, I reached down to grab something and I'm like, my equilibrium's all off. I'm like, fuck me, you know? Cause I'm like, I've been up for at this point, you know, after I ate and stuff, I mean, I'm up for like, now it's like 28 hours. I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to go to sleep. I was mm-hmm. able to get an early check-in. So I check into the place and then I had to go to the grocery store and I figured get something to, for dinner that night and um, just kind of kicking around, you know, checking shit out. And it was fucking beautiful. I took a walk on the beach the whole bit. Um, by the time I went to bed, which was like, you know, 10 o'clock, I had literally been up for like 38 hours. Nice. <laughs> and, and first of all, at, at that point, I'm just like, I had been, first of I'm drinking coffee, you know, I mean, of course. the entire time. So I'm buzzed up. I'm tired. I'm like, I'm not delusional yet, you know, uh-huh. but, but I'm just like, you know, I just, I almost like don't feel good, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, first of all, when's the last time I stayed up even 24 hours? I would right. been, I was drunk. I know that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, so I don't think I've stayed up that all night since I've been sober, you know? Right. Um, but got a decent night's sleep and stuff like that. And, uh, um, just kind of kicked around and, um, you know, hit some of the beaches and did all that stuff. I went to a meeting on Friday, went to a meeting on Saturday. Um, so the AA meetings I went to and they were at a clubhouse and Mm -hmm. they were noon meetings. And I was actually in 
North Myrtle Beach. Have you been? In, I am assuming you have been in that area. Um, yeah, does some, not a lot, not like <clears throat> okay. that close to the ocean. You know, I've been all over the Carolinas and all that stuff, but yeah, never like actually in Myrtle Beach. I don't okay. think. And I, I wasn't sure. I just know you've been mostly, usually when I'm like, right. I'm like, if you've been there, you're like, of course yeah. I have. Right. <laughs> but so, um, so I was in like, I was in North Myrtle Beach, you know, from literally to get from North Myrtle Beach down to Myrtle Beach, like where the state park was and things like that, that I went to, it's like. I don't know, 16 or 17 miles, but takes you a good 35, 40 minutes to get there, you know, because it's, it's a business road, you know, kind of like, you know, like you're on the highway and it's like, Oh, take business 101. And that's all. So it's all the, all the shops, all the, um, the restaurants, all the fucking bars and all that, yeah, know, all the, the fucking, touristy shit. Oh yeah. All the stoplights. So, um, but I, I hit these meetings and, you know, noon meetings on both Friday and Saturday really nice group of people. And, um, I think there was probably, I'd say 40 to 50 people nice. in these, in these meetings, mm-hmm. um, age groups, I would say anywhere between, I saw people probably in their twenties all the way up to, you know, easily in their seventies or eighties, right. um, sober time. Well, these are both considered to be beginners groups, which I didn't know what, but I mm-hmm. was kind of glad it was nice, you know? Sure. And the, it, the meeting on Saturday, I think there was seven people that came up to get the white chips, which I thought was right. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, this one chick, she when she because they do a count up to, you know, like all the way up to, uh-huh. you know, one year. Um, and the number of people, you know, in that there's probably both days, I don't know, 12 to 15, 17 people, you know, mm-hmm. they were under that year period and sure. most of them under six months, you know, mm-hmm. so which is cool. And this one chick, she's like, she's like, I don't even think I've got 24 hours, you know, and mm. saying the trouble she had and this and that, she starts crying and whatever, troubles with her marriage and her kids and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. um, so you see some of that. And then this lady, uh, the Saturday meeting was a uh, like a speaker meeting, but then they open it up for comments. And the Friday meeting was a topic meeting to read from reflections or whatever it was. And then they do, a, you know, a discussion on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it was just it was nice. They open up with uh, the preamble, how it works. And then the promises, both meetings, mm-hmm. um, they do the count up, they do the coins at the end, you know, for uh, anyone up to a year. And um, so they do that. And then um, kind of trying to think anything else that would be, they don't do a raffle. We didn't do raffles. Mm, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's just kind of a side joke, but, um, yep. but no, it was nice. I mean, it was just one of those things where, um, you know, when they do, they're like, Hey, oh yeah, they have everyone, all meetings like that. Everyone goes around the room and um, introduces themselves. They're like, hey, if you're visiting her from out of town, you know, mm-hmm. say where you're from and, and that sort of thing. So, you know, both times like, hey, welcome. You know, when I said it, there's a few other people, handful of people there that we're visiting. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the thing that I that I said before, and I know you've done it before, too, is that even though I don't go to a lot of meetings, I that's one of my things. When, when I travel, I love to go to meetings in in different areas, first of all, mm-hmm. because you can always use a meeting. Right. I mean, sure. I, you know, I can't, I can't deny that. Um, mm-hmm. but I just, I love to see AA in different areas and they just had, right. they just had, it, it was a good meeting. It wasn't one where I'm just like, eh, you know, if they would have done things this way, mm-hmm. <laughs> cause I could be judgy, you know, sure. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. No, really? <laughs> well, I mean, both of us can based on where we oh, came yeah. from, you know, with Absolutely. the, with the Cleveland meetings, but, um, no, they were just, it was, it was really nice. Just a nice group of people. Um, and it was just, yeah, it was a good time. I'm glad, I'm glad I went on Sunday. I did basically nothing. So I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. go to a meeting, but, um, the weather, not, I mean, the weather was nice. I mean, it was, it was up and down between the low sixties to, it was like the mid eighties on Sunday. Sunday was mm. 
the nicest day. And then when I left on Monday, I think it was like 43 degrees and the wind kicked <laughs> up and I'm like, holy fuck. Yep. Time to get out. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, here, here's the thing. So my opinion of Myrtle Beach and that whole area, um, <clears throat> it's beautiful. It's wonderful. Um, I think I would, I would probably want to drive myself off a cliff if I were there in the summertime. Ah. Because I, I think it would be, it, it took me long enough to get anywhere I wanted to go just because mm-hmm. of all the stoplights, you know, and right. just the number of people that are there. Um, I can't even imagine, you know, it's uh, anything you could think of a touristy area, you know, right. Um, it, it, it's gotta be just crazy, you know, during well, the summertime. Good but, to know. Cause I'm probably going down there like the end of May, beginning of June. So yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and uh, here, hang on. Sorry, I'll um, clear my throat. Ah, but um, the the thing of it is, is just the if if I were to go, I would love to be what I would like. And Sunday was probably even though I I kicked around and I you know I went to the restaurant on Saturday night, which was nice. I mean, but it was mm-hmm. so foggy; it was hard to see certain things. I didn't, you know, I didn't get the I don't think the full effect of like the piers that were there and those were under construction, so I couldn't walk out on those all those long piers. Um, that was from the hurricanes, apparently. You know, right. that they're doing construction on that stuff. And then, you know, you just couldn't get some of the, I couldn't really get what I felt, you know, decent views of things because of the fog. But still, I was literally like from where I was staying, it was a hundred yards, if that, you know, from mm-hmm. the fucking ocean. It was great. Right. You know, um, but what I would do, I think if, if I were there in the summertime, because the difference between that and like the, the Ozarks, I think I could go back to the Ozarks and have an endless amount of things to go and places to go mm-hmm. because all the different ins and outs of the lakes and all the different trails and stuff like that, um, you can just see something new every day, you know? Right. Whereas with this, it's like, okay, so I, I just drove 30 minutes. I paid $8 to go into this park, which was cool. It's a nice park. You know, they had a little boardwalk. They had the pier and then the ocean and a beach. And then I went up to this other place and I pulled in there. Walked out there and there's the ocean and there's a beach. <laughs> and there's another pier. And uh-huh. then I'm, you know, where I'm staying and I walk out, and there's an ocean and there's a beach, you know. Yep. There was nothing special to see, in my opinion, but I'm not taking away from the fact that I stayed in a place that was on the ocean. Because mm-hmm. Sunday I like I said, I literally almost went nowhere except to get gas. And it was wonderful, you know. It just I think trying to oh, um, Lots of mini golf places. Pirates mm. must be a thing down there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> lots of lots of mini golf places with pirate themes. Ah. I'm thinking that's a big deal. Um, I did see the strip club. They had the playoffs Ooh. playing. As All I'm right. driving, I'm driving by and I'm going to dinner and I'm like, "Oh wait, playoffs!" I'm, they're like, "Yeah, big signs is playoffs playing here and whatever the name of it was." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Yeah." The strip, the strip club is not not stupid. <laughs> they're, right. They're gonna get their clientele on that Sunday. You know, don't worry, don't worry. Come watch some watch some titties and watch a football, you know? Right. <laughs> but um no, it was it was nice, don't get me wrong. But uh, I just I don't think that I could um, you know, just I think it would be too much too many fucking people around there doing yeah. the touristy thing. And that's that's just not my deal. I would rather and that's I think is the I don't know. I was going to say weird part, but I don't know. Maybe I've grown up to the fact that I, I don't care about that touristy shit anymore. I want to, I want to see nature shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's really what the Ozarks were. I just saw this natural beauty everywhere I fucking went, you know? But, um, I liked it, man. I had a, I had a great time. It was nice. Good. But, um, I, <laughs> it's same as I always say, when I go into a town, I saw every bar, I saw every liquor store. Mm-hmm. I saw every place like that. You know, it's like, I could see all these, 
the, it's got to be just a monstrous party atmosphere. Just, oh, yeah. It's got to be just got to be crazy down there. Just crazy. But it's nice. I mean, I I wouldn't shy away anyone from going there. But, um, you know, it, I would highly recommend if you find some place to stay on the ocean, find your beach. It's warm weather. Man, I could have I could have spent the entire time just hanging out on the beach and doing nothing. You know, right. kind of like what, what you guys do in Mexico, right? Yep, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so but uh, so you're going down there when you said the end of May? Yeah, probably. We're trying to organize because uh, one of Chris's sons lives near there in North Carolina. So, uh, yeah, we're all trying to figure out when we all get together and hang out for a long weekend. Right. Yep. Well, and there was, uh, when I was looking at, uh, and I, I know I saved it, but there was a couple of places in in North Carolina that I had that I looked at. Myrtle Beach just kept... I kept getting drawn to that. I think just because the the number of places. Oh shit! The the road that I stayed on, it's all you know vacation shit right. like that. Yeah. When you go up a little bit more into like into the town area of like North Myrtle Beach and a little bit north of that, um, I saw a couple a couple of places. I think were single family homes, but most of them have vacation rental, vacation rental, vacation mm-hmm. rental, all all the way up and down. And some you know look really nice, and some look like just fucking shacks you know but nice um all over the place up there so yeah it's just uh i that's why i'm saying i just can't i can't even imagine the the number of people (laughs) 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 and you know what i'm not an anti-social person but i just felt like you know when you're trying to walk through a crowd and you're like just i just want to fucking walk to where i'm going i'm trying to go to the goddamn fucking grocery store Mm -hmm. i need eggs I want right. to get out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> and then, ooh, look at the ocean. You know, that's fine. Right. But uh, but no, it was a good time. But and then coming back, no big deal. I did I did go back through um, Virginia and West Virginia. And yeah, it that drive did not did not disappoint. What I would mm-hmm. like to do, um, I'd like to drive down there whenever there. You know, I know our leaves peak at, you know, like mid to mid to late October. Um, right. I don't know if theirs are later than that, but. I believe so. Yeah, I would think so, but I would I would love to try to figure out when those leaves change down that whatever that whatever highway I went down through those those mountains in West West Virginia and into Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to make that drive again in the fall because I think it would just I think it would just blow my fucking mind. Right. <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh my god, do you see those leaves?" <laughs> <laughs> see look at <laughs> look at what we've look at what we've turned into oh my god it's leaves the moon like we were talking right. to Ivy about right <laughs> exactly but yeah so yeah I, I recommend it man it was a good trip long drive but um the surprising part was um i mean i think i don't know if that's the longest drive i've ever taken i took a couple when i was younger but um it's been a while since i've driven that long straight mm-hmm. and i didn't get tired at all while i was driving which was amazing you know so um surprising in a good way <laughs> right so yeah but um all right any any questions for me mike about my trip back to you no none <laughs> I, I didn't think so i didn't think so but hey you know what looking at the time i think it is it is back to you right it is back to me so is this uh us or is this our friends uh yeah this is a this is elise and yeah our friends again all right well pay attention because it's not just us this time this is a bigger thing a power greater than us, if you will. Pay attention to this, and we'll be right back after these words from our good friends. Hey, I'm Alexandra Nyman from the Break Free Foundation, and I'm Elise Bryson from The Sober Curator. Join us on February 12th at the Prince George Ballroom for Break Free at New York Fashion Week, an immersive experience that blends art, design, and fashion with advocacy. 
See and hear from models and designers, including Lady Cat and Travelist Designs, who are raising awareness for mental health and recovery through their love of fashion and design. All proceeds will support the Break Free Foundation, who provides scholarships for those seeking treatment for substance use disorder. Get more information at www.breakfreefoundation.org. All right, everyone. Welcome back. And that was very nice. That was a nice one. Yeah, very nice. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) No, you still got to, you know, whatever time you sign off of here, you still got to do your fuck off. So, you know. Oh, okay. Well, that I got in me. Don't worry about that. (laughs) You're funny. That I got in me. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, like I said, it's, uh, I I think you'll enjoy it. You'll have a good time. Just uh, just watch watch the traffic. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be hanging with family. So that's. Right. That's why I'm going. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, all right. So the, the other thing that, um, this week, and I, I just want to talk about the, uh, the funeral thing real quick. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I did, I posted it on, on Instagram when we got back on, on Wednesday, cause it just kind of, it, the, these thoughts came over me and, um, you know, so I, I just posted on it. And the main thing was to get, just get a little bit of background. The, the person who died was my, my ex-mother-in-law. So my daughter's mom, Pam, who I've talked about plenty on here. Sure. And, um, so it was her mom, um, that passed away. And there's a little bit of a backstory on that, which I don't even know if you know, Mike, but, um, so Pam and Dawn are in her sister, Dawn, not, not my ex-wife, Dawn, but right. she's got a sister, Dawn, and then brother Dean. And then they have their brother, Ben, who came from Carol and her dad. So their real mom died when Pam was eight. I think Dean probably would have been, I don't know, 10 or 12. And mm-hmm. then Dawn was, Dawn was only like six months old when, uh, their real mom died. Okay. okay. And she had, uh, she had cancer and um mm. ovarian cancer and died and you know kind of a big thing because you know obviously went through the pregnancy and had birth six months prior and then wasn't detected right away and it was bad and she died you know so um her dad i don't remember when he met um carol is is the the one who just passed away mm-hmm. probably within three to five years i think Right. And then they got married and they had Ben um, and Ben is in his like mid forties now, I think. So, I mean, they were together forever, you know, mm-hmm. but I mean, she was, she was there, although not the three of them, Dean, Dawn and, and Pam, not their biological mom, mm-hmm. um, you know, literally was, was their mom for years, you know? So, sure. um, and I just didn't know, I don't know if there was probably no reason for you and I to even ever have that conversation, but, um, but also she came from, Carol came from this, this side of the family um, of people that we went to high school with. So it was, mm. it was funny when, when like Pam and I got together and we found all these people that related and then like weddings and get togethers, it was like almost getting together with a bunch of people from high school at times. And it kind of was here. We saw some of that family, but um, so she was, I mean, she was obviously a big part of my life for, you know, several years. Don, or, uh, mm-hmm. Pam and I were together, I don't know, eight years, whatever it was. And, um, you know, always kind to me. Um, her dad was, uh, her dad was, and still is, I mean, he was always good to me, but it's, it's still good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was never in my thought when I found out that she got sick, whenever it was, she had cancer, maybe in the last year, six months, whenever it was, mm-hmm. it was my thought. I mean, whatever, gosh, for me, whatever it was well, going to happen, but whenever it does, I, you know, I'd like to be there. 
number one, because she was part of my life, but also for my daughter and then that whole side sure. of the family. But the, the thing that I had posted on, on Instagram was that, um, you know, that none of this stuff, uh, me being there, obviously the event hap would have happened one way or the other, but, you know, me being there um, doesn't happen if I'm not sober and doesn't happen if my, my daughter doesn't give me that second chance, you know, mm-hmm. when I'm two years sober, whenever, whenever the hell it was. Because, right. you know, at that time, so she and I start rebuilding our relationship and then my, my ex and I do. And then, you know, I know the family starts and then her, uh, Dawn, Pam's sister, friends me on Facebook and then a couple other family members do. And then I see them at events and, you know, other things like that. And, you know, you walk in there and I don't know, I mean, these, these people clearly have heard all the bad shit that I did, you know, right. and I don't know what I'm walking into, but all of them you know, had, had taken me back in, you know, which is really cool um, and unnecessary on their part. They don't need to mm-hmm. do that. Sure. You know, but um, it was just, I, I was grateful, you know, that, and this is just a, I, I guess, a generalized story about um, that this ripple effect that, that you and I always talk about. So anyone that's listening and whether you're, you're new or whether you're, you know, working out or struggling with trying to get family back, mm-hmm. um, just if you keep doing the right thing, you know, mm-hmm. in, in spite of yourself, mm-hmm. in spite of myself, all these people, um, you know, I came back into their good graces um, almost with no work on my own part, with the exception of just continuing to do the right thing and be a better person. They have to beg people to come back into my life. It just happened, you know, yeah. um, which is amazing to me still. You know, again, how mm-hmm. does this shit happen? Go back to the reading, you know, <laughs> how, does, how does, <laughs> does any of this fucking shit work? Right. Right. But so, you know, uh, Kathy, Kathy were with us too, because obviously Kathy knew the, Kathy's known the family, of course, and always mm-hmm. knew the family. So, um, so we get there and we walk in and we saw Kimmy and Brian right away and they had the pictures and then the receiving line and it was um, Ben and then Dawn and Pam and then Dean and then their dad. So, you know, I walked up to Ben and, you know, gave him a hug and, you know, every one of them thanked me for being there. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you don't have to thank me, man. <laughs> right. I mean, you just don't, but you know, you're welcome. But I, I wouldn't have missed this with, you know, if I, if I, unless I didn't have the opportunity, I w- wouldn't have missed this. So, you know, then Dawn, and I know Dawn really well. She's a sweetheart. Um, I'm hugging Pam, you know, too. And she's making sure she's okay. And same thing with Dean. And um, then I get to her dad and her dad's like, her, her dad always called me Billy, you know? So, mm-hmm. He's just like, he, he, he gets tears in his eyes and he's just mm-hmm. like, he's like, thank you so much, you know, for being here. And mm-hmm. I was just like, fuck me. Right. <laughs> in, in the best possible way. Right. Fuck me, you know, uh-huh. because that again, this, this man, I mean, he was, he's just, he's a good dude. He really mm-hmm. is a good dude. I got nothing ever. I don't think I've ever had anything bad to say to, to them or about them. You know, all the shit that we went through. They, they never did anything bad to me. Right. Um, you know, but then got to see some aunts and aunts and uncles that I, I recognize but couldn't remember their names. I'm like, mm-hmm. was that Aunt June? Was that Aunt, you know, I'm asking <laughs> Kimmy. She's like, which one? I'm like, I, like, I don't know. I, they all come up to me like, oh, I haven't seen you in a while. How are you? Right. <laughs> but, you know, the... Um, I'm glad we, I'm glad we were there. And I know that, that again, it probably sounds weird to a lot of people. Maybe, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but, um, shit, it's just, it, this is just, this is a testament of what you and I always talk about. You know, we do, mm-hmm. we do all these things and all these, all these relationships and all these people, and then we get to be there, you know, for, for people. Right. And, you know, actually the people that, you know, it's not just like, oh, fuck, Kimmy's dad's here. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Oh, Christ, who invited him? Yeah. And, you know, if, if there would have been any question in my mind how the how these this these entire this entire family felt about me, I wouldn't go because I wouldn't want to fuck up a moment like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew I was cool to go, you know. Right, right. But that's the point, you know. But it's everything we talk about. It was it was beautiful. I'm glad I was able to be there. And, you know, just and like anything else, you know, death is the inevitable thing that's it's going to happen to everyone. Right. And all all that we can do is be there for people and having that ability. I mean, mm-hmm. fuck. What what more can we ask? Right. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Yeah. It was um, it was a day. Oh, Ollie was there, too. So because, uh, right. you know. Well, Kimmy was going to take him, had it been closer, but I mean, it was down in uh, Waukesha, which is, yeah, it's a couple hours away from, hour and a half, hour 45 from where they live. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just, she wouldn't have time to to get back to the uh, person who does her daycare um, mm-hmm. with them. But, um, and he was, he was okay, but he was going nuts every once in a while. And mm-hmm. it was kind of funny, but he was having his moments. But then, then he was just go walking around and big old smile on his face. Hi. <laughs> and Kimmy's like, she's like, she's like, he thinks that everyone's here for him. And he would, he's, of course. Just, he's just walking around like, oh, all these people are here to see me. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Well, that... <laughs> exactly. Well, it's a wonderful example of what we used to be like. Everybody's right. here for me, right? Yeah. We were <laughs> goddamn emotionally retarded. We were, we were, you know, year and a half, two, almost two years old in our right. heads. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's here for me. Hi. How you doing? Yeah, that's a, you know, that's a that's actually a damn good way to put it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he is he's you know he's a month and a half away from his from his two year anniversary. You know, yep, so. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's what an alcoholic is. Right, a one and a half year old walking around in a man or woman's body, going, "Hey, look at me! <laughs> this is all about me!" La 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 la. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, <laughs> and thankfully we're not that way anymore. We're there for other people. Exactly. Yeah, not walking around drooling, screaming, and wanting wanting to know where their drink is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and after his milk was gone, he's trying to snacks. So he doesn't want that. And he's, yeah, he mm-hmm. was he was fine though. And then we went we went and grabbed uh, uh, pizza at a restaurant that uh, uh, Ben used to work at, but a restaurant in Delafield that's you know been around for for fucking ever. Kind of a high school right. hangout place right. too. So it was cool. It was nice. Nice. But um, yeah, like I said, it was just I would I don't know. It's just this wave of almost gratitude that came across me as we were like mm-hmm. we got back, and I was just like, you know what, that's. Again, it's a weird way to say it, but um, it was cool. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just glad glad to be a part of in a, in right. a positive way. You know, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so glad you could be there for somebody else, and and yes, positive. Right. right. Add to the don't take away from it. Yep. Right. So we were at uh, we were at the restaurant. Um, so Dean's wife. Um, so Dean is Pam's brother. His wife Leslie. Again, person we went to high school with we've known her forever i don't know we were talking back and forth about something and she's like she's like oh well, you never come around again you never invite me out for drinks or anything like that and i'm like <laughs> like well because i i don't drink anymore and she looks uh-huh. at me and i'm like i'm like i've been sober for almost 14 years and she's like uh-huh. really and she's like oh, wait i knew that and she's like <laughs> she's like but you never invite me out for coffee i'm like yeah you got me there Right. <laughs> but uh, it was just kind of funny when she, when she said that. She's just like, she's like, oh, you know, it just didn't click. I mean, I, I don't see I don't see them that much. But, right. Yeah. Again, um, it's not all about you. Right. Yeah. It was, it was not. It was not. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I say, just to just to wrap up everything, everything, everything I've been already saying, it just it was it was good to be there for other people. So. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, so I think that's uh, those are my two big things. Yeah, I start my job on Monday, but that's nothing big, you know. Right. It, it, it is it is what it is. It took the time that it took. The frustration I've already talked about, but uh, yeah, got all my. They shipped all the computer equipment and everything, and um, so I got all that and got everything all set up and logged into the things that I need to, and yeah, mm-hmm. start on Monday. So all right, yeah, on the right road. And like I said, the the biggest thing with this whole thing is that. Fully remote, no residency restrictions. So, kind of once I get my get my financial shit back in order, and you know, kind of mm-hmm. get my get my feet back under me, then I can go wherever the fuck I want to. Nice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Nice. Yep. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, all right. Um, anything else on anything? I mean, I know that's a lot of my shit that we talked about, but anything mm-hmm. else on your mind? Because I got other things that I got a whole bunch of shit that I can pick away at here. I got nothing on my mind. All right. That's it's kind been of a long I've... week. It's I'm tired. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> Might have a couple of uh, local people to come on the show with us eventually. One in particular, Chris, uh, I, I, did I mention it on here? I don't know if I did, but two weeks ago, she started working for the city of Cleveland. Oh, Chris did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, no, I didn't know that. I didn't know and that. you know who her boss is? Who? Alfonso. No shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's, he's that's been cool. Try, he's been trying to get it in there for a while. He was like, "Yeah, you know, she's she's sharp. She's uh, she's a good worker. I want her working for me." And so it finally happened. So anyway, she uh, she she told him the other day, "Yeah, you need to come on the podcast." And apparently, you know, well, you know, his home group is Friday night, and she's like, well, "Right, that, they can record other days. They could do you on Thursday." So uh, <laughs> we might be getting Al on here. <laughs> well, yeah, she should have just said, "Hey, you know, I mean, Michael's already come on and blew out the meeting. Megan's right. already come on and blew out the meeting. <laughs> it's kind of our thing. That's our that's our thing to pick people out of Gordon Square." So right. <laughs> but yeah, the the only thing that uh, um, Thursday night for for me now well i don't think if we did it if we did it late it wouldn't be as big of a deal because with the the cool part is with this with the new job and i found out for sure when i talked to the my the manager that i'm going to have um they they offer the ability to take half hour lunches during the week and they Mm -hmm. let everyone out at three o'clock on friday so Ah. um i could do fridays or never and that was I heard that from the recruiter that had contacted mm-hmm. me and I verified that. Cause I'm like, yeah, I kind of have a Friday commitment that would help, you know, right. <laughs> but, um, it wouldn't be a big deal. I can work. I could still work around the Thursday. I mean, it's yeah. just, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same thing. I mean, if we did it, um, yeah, I could still do it. It's not a problem. We can work it out either hey, way. Hey. I mean, if we get, we can get Al on there, that'd be cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know he worked for the city. He does, yeah. Well, I mean, clearly, but <laughs> he's kind of a big deal down there, is he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I was going to say, I don't even know that I've ever known what he did. Uh huh. Yeah, he works for the city of Cleveland, <laughs> and now so does Chris. Well, that's good. Well, Chris, if you if you happen to listen to this, congratulations, <laughs> young lady. Right. <laughs> yeah. But um, so you had posted something on. A picture on Facebook I saw right before we came on here. Somebody passed. Ah, yeah, Brother Wayne Kramer from the MC5. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, 75 years old, passed uh, away. Uh, former junkie. Yes. Really? Yeah. Um, he actually wrote a book a couple years ago. It's uh, pretty damn good, called The Hard Stuff. Um, yeah, he was he was hard. I mean, he went to, you know, prison um, for a while. Good long while and uh, turned his ass around and uh, he actually had a really cool charity that he worked, uh, God, for the past probably close to 10 years, um, getting guitars into jails 
Really? Um, so the guys had stuff to do and make music and shit. And yeah, you know, plus yeah, just Google Wayne Kramer, man. The guy uh, had a storied career, MC5, the Motor City 5. Um, yeah, rock and roll legend, man. And uh, yeah, he passed away today. Yeah, Pat, I just saw the, I, I don't remember why I popped on the Facebook real quick, but I saw that picture and I, I'm looking at it, I'm like, who, I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, is this another one of our fucking buddies that died? Because I'm no. <laughs> looking at him, I'm like, I see, I'm like, okay, I got to ask. I mean, it's definitely one of us, but uh, right. you never met him. <laughs> no, no, I know. And it, you must have been at some show or something like that where you, he uh, was. It was actually uh, the uh, Cleveland uh, International Film Festival. Yeah. And uh, the Cream Magazine documentary was showing, and we went and saw it. And um, after it, the screening, fucking brother Wayne Kramer came walking out. And I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, got to spend a good five minutes with him one time. And I've seen him play several, several times. So, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. I mean, not that he died, but, I mean, that's cool that right. you had the chance to, to meet him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, so he's seventy five. I mean, yeah, that's a yeah. that's a decent enough run. So right, right. But you know, still. considering, right, <laughs> he should yeah. have been dead fucking forty years ago. Right. Yep. Yeah, that is that is the thing when uh, it's like all of us, you know, it's like yeah, it's a good run, you know, especially because <laughs> right, <laughs> what the what the fuck we did to ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. But um, okay, so we could have Alan. You said maybe somebody else, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, I ran into Wes uh, about a couple oh, months no ago. Shit. Yeah. I <laughs> mentioned it to him, and he seemed to go for it. So I got to reach out to him here pretty soon, too. And, yep. He'll be, you know, and God knows Wes will be a good guest. So there you oh, go. Oh, God, yeah. Well, that's my first <laughs> question for that motherfucker is why he unfriended me on Facebook. <laughs> he un- he, he's not on there anymore. No, I know. I, I haven't seen a, it. It was, I think, uh, shit, I might even been still been in Cleveland when that when that happened. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and I mean, people, people do. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I was just going to fuck with him. But um, yeah. yeah, so Wes, I mean, Wes, was, uh, he was a, I mean, he was a fucking badass and a mm. good dude, though, and came in. Uh, when did he come in? Was that Oops. July? Is this summer? Yeah, right. Around the time Michael came in. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, yeah, June, June or July is his right. sobriety date. But, yeah, he's, he's one of the, he's one of those, you know, the group of guys, the 10 or so that are left, mm-hmm. um, you know, that have been sober as long as us. But, yep. um, yeah, he's a, he's a fucking badass. <laughs> fuck out of me. I mean, there's a few people that scared me, but, yeah, he did <laughs> until I really got to know him. And then, uh, right. you know, I could, I could fuck with him. And every once in a while, I'd say some wild shit to him around a group of people, especially mm-hmm. younger guys and new guys right. that came in and, you know, they kind of look at me and like, he's going to fucking kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, you know, we're cool yeah. now. Right. <laughs> we're cool now. <laughs> but that'd be, that'd be awesome. And I haven't seen, yeah. I think the last time that I saw him, fuck, it was at a meeting someplace that you and I were at. We just had, mm-hmm. it was random, you know, that yeah, we, uh, right. that we walked into him, but, or ran into him. So yeah, that'd be cool. Yep. All right. Yeah. Work it out. Finally, All now right. I can say that to you for once. Yeah, fucking work it out, man. Yeah, whatever. I'll get to it when I get to it. <laughs> I know. I know. Just fucking with you. All right. So, um, so one that I heard, um, this was a podcast thing. Person mm-hmm. said, um, I am not, uh, I'm not anti alcohol. I'm pro awareness. What do you mm-hmm. think about that? Um, well, that's kind of what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, Right. Pro awareness. Um, sure. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm not really, I'm not anti-alcohol. I don't know how, uh, what a big fan I am of awareness either. Clearly. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, went most of my <clears throat> life trying not to be aware. Um, right. Just because I'm sober doesn't mean I want to be all that aware. I do like being um, aware of my surroundings, but uh, I think a little too much awareness is uh, not all that good of a thing either. But I, I think what the way it was, um, if I remember correctly, and the, uh -huh. kind of the way that I heard it was, is making other people aware of, you know, what either sobriety could do or, you know, it's, I looked at it more as the attraction rather than promotion type of thing. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. You know, awareness that way, the opposite, not us being aware, but other people being aware of, ah. you know, maybe the effects of alcohol, what it could do and that sort of thing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then again, I just say there's so many, there's so many people, um, and I see it more on, I see it a lot on Instagram, you know, mm -hmm. obviously, and everyone's quoting the statistics and the poison and the this oh, and yeah. that. Well, it's Almost, rotten food. Yeah. And I mean, it's what I, it is. It's yeah, rotten I, corn and rotten grain and yeah, right. You know, spoiled food. Right. Okay. And I get all that. Right. And I get all of it, you know. And it makes you feel real fucking good. <laughs> right. Right. But in, and, and the thing of it is, and, and you and I have been just so clear about that, that we're not, we're not standing up on, you know, a rooftop or, you know, even a, even a small chair and trying to, you know, denounce alcohol. You know, it's nah. just that, you know, we're, we're sober. We can, they can, or they can, and we can't, you right. know, and, and granted, I mean, yeah, there's all the, the studies and the facts and if people really want to look at it, it's just like anything else. It's like smoking. It's like fast food. It's like um, anything that out there that, that there is some sort of harm let's say mm -hmm. to our bodies, you mm -hmm. know, people know about it. And if people keep doing it, they keep doing it. I mean, I'm not right. going to go, you know, I'm not going to go after people just because, you know, they drink and I don't. So yeah. I just, I like the, the mindset of saying that it's, you know, what, and I think what we do is kind of get, if you really broke it down, I mean, we're not preaching against alcohol. We're not preaching in general. No. Um, but if you had to go on one side of it, we're providing awareness on what we went through, which what, what could happen to other people and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So attraction, rather than that either promote, promotion or, you know, denouncing, you know, the, the product or alcohol or drugs or anything oh, like yeah. that. So well, I think I just said it makes you feel really fucking good. Right. You know, <laughs> right. So <laughs> right. just, you know, we're selfish and self-centered and we have an allergy against it. And once we start, we can't stop. And, and, you know, but again, it really comes down to we're selfish and self-centered and we want to fucking feel good all the goddamn time. We want to feel really good all the time. And, that's just stupid. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. But alcohol itself is, it is what it is. Yeah. It's, it's probably not good for you, but like you said, there's lots of things that aren't good for you. So what? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. The people, and I, I know I've said this before, but you know, the people that are, you know, all over the alcohol and the people that are drinking and stuff like that, that, you know, are probably shoving a fucking Big Mac into their face and, mm -hmm. you know, just ate a Snicker bar a minute ago and, right. you know, maybe they're vaping. You know, I mean, right. it's well, my, my favorite was, you know, junkies that were vegetarians. I just looked at them and went, OK, man, cool for you. <laughs> I don't eat meat. I'm shooting heroin, but I don't eat meat. OK, <laughs> you're fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that seems uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a, yeah. you know, the funny thing, though, and I, I can't remember who um, I was listening to. And I've talked about Dax uh, Shepard before, and I was listening uh -huh. to a bunch of his different episodes because he, you know, he he interviews celebrities like Mark Maron and like Smartless does and all that. And it was just a string of people that were interesting that I popped in and listened mm -hmm. to. But I forget which 
there was somebody either on his podcast who was talking about that or whatever there was, you know, basically like compensating, you know, completely 100% healthy in every way, but, uh. you know, raging alcoholic and doing drugs and things like uh-huh. that. And, and the person said, you know, kind of in hindsight, they were probably doing that almost as a, I don't know, trying to compensate in their mind. I'm all healthy here. Mm-hmm. So I can do all these things type of sure. thing. Sure. I don't, and I don't know. I mean, if you're, if you're shooting heroin, I don't, well, yeah, we're all delusional, you know, regardless of what yes, we're doing. Thank you. That's it. We're <laughs> fucking all delusional. See? <laughs> Rationalizing I, I and justifying anything. That was like me just doing a doing a math problem on a piece of paper, and I just came to the answer. I'm like, okay, there it is. Yep. <laughs> it worked out. I worked out that problem as I was talking about it. So mm-hmm. problem, problem solved. <laughs> okay, so on another podcast, uh, where did it go? God damn it. Um do you think, and they were talking about, um, they were talking about this from in a kind of a general sense, but um, for you, Mike, yes. do you think that you made any mistakes when you first got sober or things that you did or didn't do that you would change if you had the chance? Or these are just my thoughts, um, possibly, I don't know if I want to say words of wisdom, but any sort of advice or direction that you would give to somebody new. So once again, any mistakes that you think you made when you first got sober, things you did or didn't do that you would change if you had the chance? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> did, I, did I make mistakes? And, and, and Oh, wow, hell yes. All the time. Um, still do. Um, but they're, they're there for a reason. You know, that, that whole, uh, higher power crap, um, you know, you got to go through what you got to go through to get to where you are, no matter what it is. Um, yeah, of course I made mistakes. Do I regret them? No. Cause I don't even fucking remember them. Um, but I know I made them and again, I still do, uh, but there are mistakes I apparently I need to make, um, to get to where I'm at here. Um, I, I can't change the past. That's, that's crazy talk. That's, <laughs> that's crazy talk it is yeah that's that's not the way i live today i don't i don't dwell on the past i don't i don't dwell on the mistakes i've made i made mistakes and either i fixed them or i moved past them or i learned from them or i didn't or you know I, again all i got is right now right in this very second that's all i have and um, that was one that I learned. Um, yes, early sobriety, any words of wisdom? Yeah, you're going to fuck up. So what? We all do. Get over it. <laughs> you're not that fucking important. I know I'm not. <laughs> right. But so the the reason I wrote that down and uh, um, in the, the person that was talking about it, uh, you know, did go back and say, well, I, I should have done this more or I wish I would have mm. done this or I wish uh-huh. I would this would came to me sooner and this and that. And uh-huh. the reason that I that I wrote it down is I first of all, I knew what your answer was going to be because I think mm-hmm. we talked about it before. <laughs> right. If nothing else, you and I have talked about this before. Sure. And we talked about this subject in a general sense that much. I know for sure. But uh-huh. um, I I thought it was worth repeating and sometimes i i kind of bait you on these things because i think mm-hmm. it's important to to repeat i like to, to be baited <laughs> i was gonna say baited by a bastard that's right <laughs> that, that's right that's right <laughs> but but no seriously i it, i i did know what your answer was going to be and i mm-hmm. and i thought about it too so I've been very open about the fact, and, and you were there. You know, you saw every bit of how um, how angry I was when mm-hmm. I came in. 
So I could easily say that, you know, I wish I would have come in with uh, more willingness and mm. less anger, mm. you know, or, you know, I, I was so stubborn. I was literally to the point where I'm like, fuck all these people. I'll stay mm-hmm. when I'm not talking. I'm going to mm-hmm. cross my arms and I'm, I'm not going to say a fucking word. Right. These people, you people, which uh-huh. I hate that. I hate that phrase. Uh-huh. You people can talk all you want. I'm not right. saying a goddamn word. Mm hmm. <laughs> Which is what? what we're told to fucking do. <laughs> right. Take, take the cotton <laughs> out of your ears and put it in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were the, doing the, the right thing and didn't even know it. Yeah, it's it's almost, I mean, not as extreme as Tony trying to, you know, work mm. the steps to the best of his ability <laughs> to, to prove him wrong. But right. but you know, I, I I literally I went in there with this obstinate stance of like, fuck you people, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I'll, I'll listen, but I ain't doing nothing. Well, right. I'm not doing nothing. You know, right. I'm just, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to share. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which this, my, my stubbornness literally saved my life. You right. Know? And in the point of coming in angry like that, um, I, there was no other way for me at that point. I don't mm-hmm. think that I could have been. So it, you ever watch the show? Um, no, I know you haven't watched Yellowstone, but I'm sure you've no. heard of it with. Yeah. Okay. Kevin Costner and whatever. Mm hmm. So I started watching it because I had to get uh, to watch one of the playoff games. It was only on Peacock, so I actually paid for a month and I started watching it. So I'll probably end up paying for that fucking thing forever now. Mm. Um, but anyhow, so it's on there, and I start watching watching it. Just this just popped into my head. So it's the short version. It's a family. They're on a ranch. They have horses. Okay, and they get some <laughs> of these wild horses. And that's not the point of the show, but it's to make. <laughs> no, I think point. it is. But go ahead. <laughs> right, it's a it's a cowboy soap opera is really uh-huh. what it is. Right, I, I enjoy it, but it's a cowboy soap opera. Mm-hmm. So they have to break these these horses come in, and you know you you can't ride them. They're bucking and they're doing all these different things. They got to break them, you know. And this horse doesn't know any fucking better. This horse has just been wherever. It's all fucked up, mm-hmm. and the horse is going to learn. You know, but and they're just going to keep riding your ass until you learn, mm-hmm. you know. So and this literally just popped into my head. I'm like this fucking mean ass fucking angry horse when I came in yep. and they just they just fucking trained me, you know, uh-huh. they kept running me until I got too fucking tired to, to throw somebody off again, yep. you know, and and I I wouldn't want to change that because that's what I needed, mm-hmm. you know. If I would have tried to I can't think of, first of all, you know, that the circumstance with with our dad dying. Granted, you and I talked through this on here that maybe at that moment I couldn't, I can't think of anything else that would have brought me into this, you right. know, the sobriety thing. You know, maybe at some point something else would have, but, mm-hmm. you know, that moment and that act or that, that event and the, the whole fact that I was all fucked up in my head and I'm angry and I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I, that's what I needed to be there. I mean, right. I don't know what it would have taken. You know, if somebody said you can't come in here until, until you, Settle down. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been one empty fucking place if that was yeah, the case. Right. I, I would have been none like, of you guys I, can come in here until you settle down. <laughs> what? <laughs> settle down, calm down. You know, you you need to be a better human being and not be so ah. angry. Then then you can walk in the door. Right. No. Come in nope. here like some some wild fucking animal and we are going to break you mm-hmm. <laughs> in the best way possible. I don't right. mean that in a negative way, mm-hmm. you know, but, but they did, they broke down all of my walls. They broke down all of my, my fears. They broke down all of my, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Right. The, anything that the, anything that might've been holding me back got broken in that, in that Keating center. And probably mm-hmm. that first, those first few months. Now I still didn't get it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I still walked around like a fucking fool for nine months until, <laughs> until my friend Mike saved me. <laughs> you know, with with one simple word. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's okay. just fucking simple. That's all it yeah. is. Yep. But you know what I mean? And so I, again, I knew, I knew for a fact, you know, exactly what you were going to say, but I thought it was worth repeating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As far as the, the words of wisdom was just my, my afterthought with that. And, uh-huh. um, same thing, exactly what you, I don't remember exactly what you said, but those are perfect. I can't, I'm not going to try to top it. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. We're all going to fuck up. We're going to continue <laughs> to fuck up. Just keep walking through it, man. Right. Yeah. yeah we're going to make mistakes. We're not going to do this thing right. Well, again, the only step we have to do perfectly is the first one. The rest of them we're not going to do perfectly. It's okay. Just do them. Anyway, yes, (laughs) get the results. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't have any regrets. And and we've we've talked about it endlessly, but in a good way that all of this, all the shit we did, all of the um, garbage that we went through, you know, we Mm -hmm. just talked about it last week with, uh, um, you know, with the – on the last last week's episode, you know, with with them that, um, I mean Amanda and uh, Ginny. Yeah. God, for a minute, I like names escape me. I'm, I'm sorry, ladies, if you happen to listen to this. It's been it, maybe it's been a long week for me too. Right. Um, but you know the same thing. Everything has worth now. Our worthlessness mm-hmm. has worth, right? Yeah. Isn't that what we right. said? Exactly. <laughs> and, and even in sobriety, the mistakes we made and stuff, we can you know help somebody else. Yeah, you're making that. Hey, I made that mistake too. It's okay. Yeah, we're still sober. It's all right. You move along. Yes. Right. It's fine. Yeah. No regrets. Of course not. Regrets are for suckers. <laughs> right. Write that down, everyone. Right. Put that out of the t-shirt. Regrets are for suckers. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the next one in line here, and I, I don't, uh, it's from Keep It Simple, but it said the action said, today I'll go over my step one. To mm. remind myself that it's no accident that I'm an addict. Mm. So, I mean, we talk about that. We obviously go, you know, we both of us do steps, like you say, one, two, and three before you even get out of bed. Yep. But the, the the reason I wrote that down is saying that remind myself that it's no accident. I mean, do we? <laughs> I was trying to think in my head when I wrote this down. Do I think it's an accident that I am who I am? I mm. mean. That's that was my my question. Do you think it's an accident that you ended up where you are? Or do you think it was I don't know. I don't want to say meant to be, but mm. I don't know that it was an accident or I don't, I've never looked at it that way. No, no, of course not. And that's verging on being a victim and fuck that. Um <laughs> That's you know what? Thank you. I couldn't figure out I couldn't figure out why that why that bothered me. And I even when that's I was reading why. it right now, I'm like, why the fuck did I write this down? Why did yes. it bother me? Why did but yeah, that's it. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. be a victim. Yeah, okay. it, it's verging on being a victim. Oh, it was an accident. Oh, something happened to me from outside that made me an addict or a drunk or whatever. No, I mean, I am. And yes, um, uh, you know, we, we've talked about this before, too. You know, were we born this way? Is it hereditary? Is it behavioral? Is it doesn't fucking matter? Um, right. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm an alcoholic and I'm an addict. So, OK, then what? Right. Yeah. An accident. Shut up. <laughs> and, and seriously, I until you just said that, I couldn't figure out why. Uh, as I was reading it, I'm like, why the fuck did I write this down? But then mm-hmm. as I'm reading it, I'm like, why, why does that bother me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, you, you got that. Thank you. See, once again, this is why Mike <laughs> and I come together and talk about right. this shit. Because I, I couldn't figure out that it was trying to trying to make me say I was a victim. I, I ain't no fucking victim. That's right. <laughs> I have a disease. So yeah. what? Yeah, and but I, he, even. Thankfully, I found the, the solution, the cure. Right. The but treatment. I mean, I. 
I agree 100% even. I, I agree that it's a disease, but even with that, I'm like, fuck it. It's, you know, when that's even when people are like, well, it's, you know, it's a disease. I can't help myself. Well, it doesn't mm. even matter that it's a disease. It is what it is. We are what we are. Yep. Yes, it's a disease. And yes, we have to deal with it, but that's the whole point, you know? Uh-huh. So I don't know. But um, yeah, well, thank you. I, sure. I, I know. I know. Fuck no problem. Victim. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you and your fucking victim shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's 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 hang on one second here. Okay, so one from the I read a lot of this shit down from these from these books, and I'm just trying to figure out. There's a couple of these. That doesn't really fucking matter. Twenty four hour book. Um, there was a series of questions like, "Have I admitted I'm an alcoholic?" Like, have I admitted I'm an alcoholic? Do I have any reservations about that, et cetera? Mm-hmm. And then this, in quotes, I have, am I absolutely honest with myself and with other people? Did we already talk about that? The honesty part? I mean, yeah, I think we have probably I think we lots did. of different forms. Um, <laughs> right. You know, and then there's the gratuitous honesty. Um, yeah, you know, clearly if I'm honest with myself about it, I, again, have this disease, blah, 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 blah. Um, right. You know, but the gratuitous honesty is walking around going, I'm an alcoholic, I'm an alcoholic in every fucking situation. (laughs) No, of course not. Yeah. That's, that's, that's putting your shit on somebody else. And it's also, you know, nobody cares. Nobody, you're not that fucking important once again. Um, you know, I mean, if I've asked a direct question, yes, I'm going to answer it honestly. But I'm again, I'm not going to volunteer it to someone whose business it isn't. Right. Yeah, just, you know, same thing. When I read that, I'm like, I th- some of these things, I as mm-hmm. I write them down or as I'm reading, I'm like, God, did we actually talk about that before? But no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, we don't need to, you know, you, not everyone needs to know. It's kind of like those those mm-hmm. insurance commercials, you know, about people people getting older and becoming their parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we don't have to, we don't have to say this shit to everyone, not, no. not to everyone all the time, Mm-mm. all the time. So no, of course not. That's yeah. right. When we were out there being active in our stuff, everybody knew anyway, you know? Um, yeah. And now that we're <laughs> acting like normal people, um, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like you said, you went to a funeral with a bunch of normal people that, that were actually genuinely cared about somebody else all on their own. Imagine right. that. Yeah. We act like we do. We really don't, but we, but we act <laughs> like it. And, and that's enough. Right. Yep. All right. And, uh, I've got one, one more. So mm-hmm. this was also from keep it simple. It said, help me find ways to stay a beginner in the mm. program. Mm-hmm. And um, do you think that means that we need to stay a beginner? Or how do we stay a beginner? Where it says, help me find ways to stay a beginner in the program. What are your thoughts on that? And I guess, what, is that, what does that mean to you and I on coming up on almost 14 years? Right. Um, I, well, um, keeping an open mind. Um, you know, yes, we're, we've got this thing down fairly well. There's no denying that. Um, I, you know, the tools are, are fairly sharp and polished up and, and we use them and that's a good thing. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I, I still have to keep an open mind. I still, I can't, I can't allow myself, my ego to tell me that I've got this thing. Um, because clearly I don't, I, I have on a daily basis, I have to work it. And, um, so yes, keeping an open mind is really, uh, 
the big one for me and, and reminding myself that there's still more to learn with this thing. You know, I'm not done growing. I'm not done evolving. I'm, I don't have it all down. I have a wonderful foundation and that's okay to admit that and, and know that. Um, but I'm not done yet is basically it, you know? Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm grateful. I'm not a beginner. I'm grateful. I'm not that fucked up 30 days <laughs> into this, you know, what the hell am I going to do next? Um, you know, I kind of know what I'm going to do next and that's a good thing. You know, I know what to do next. Um, but I also, again, have to be open to learning new things, reminding myself I don't have this down completely. Um, the foundation's great, but there's I still have to keep building on that foundation. Otherwise, I become stagnant. And um, that's not a good thing either. So, yeah, you know, um, I'm glad I'm not that, you know, two weeks into this thing, fucking twitching still, um, physically, mentally, emotionally, <laughs> spiritually <laughs> twitching. The twitches are gone, but, uh, you know, uh, I'm not done building. That's all that means to me. Right. You know, it's funny is that uh, like when I, when I told you after I got down to um, South Carolina, after I literally been up for 24 hours mm -hmm. and, and like I said, I mean, I, my, I forgot, why the fuck did I, I, it's like I bet, I bet down to either, I wasn't even time I should, I don't know what the fuck I was doing, but picks up off the ground, drops it, whatever it was, and literally kind of lost my, like I said, my equilibrium was right. fucking off. And, um, and when I, when I walked into, uh, I walked into a, there was a firehouse, a subs, which I, it's one of my favorite places to go. And I had uh, taken a drive down to see where the, uh, where the place was that I was staying and then came back up and was mm -hmm. looking for a place and found it. And I walked in there and after I ordered, I was sitting down and it just, it occurred to me that I had this, this flashback in my mind from, you know, times when I would either be out uh, late and then it's up early and I'm sitting someplace or whatever. Cause I, like I said, I, you get this, you, when you, <laughs> when you're drinking coffee for 24 hours mm. and you haven't slept, you uh -huh. know, um, I mean, it, it takes a little bit of a weirdness on your body and yeah. that I did, I felt like this, like. I did back then, you know, mm -hmm. and it was a, I felt a little bit better after I ate and not that I didn't eat anything on the way down. So I'd have, you know, a couple of things here and there, but that was like the first real food that I had had, but I ate a big dinner before I left. Uh -huh. Um, but you know, it, it just reminded me of, um, again, you know, just how I felt back then. And then going to that, that meeting and the fact that, you know, I just thought about that when you had said that, you know, like two weeks in or whatever it was and walking into that meeting and I suppose there could have been two different ways I could have looked at, you know, the fact that they announced it's like, Oh yeah, this is a beginner's meeting. I could have been, ah, fuck me, mm, you know? Right. Um, or what my reaction was, I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Right. Cause I, I've been to a beginner's meeting in a long time, ah. you know? So I'm like, I'm like, okay, this is, this is fun, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, seeing some of the, these people that's, you know, I got 21 days and, you know, I started mm -hmm. doing the count up. I got 47 days today. And mm -hmm. one person's like counting up and like, Okay. Yeah. It's day 72 today. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, fuck man. I just, I, I don't really remember that far back, but I do. Mm, sure. You know, I don't remember exactly what I felt like a day 72, but I know what right. it was, yeah. you know? And again, that, like you said, possibly the, you know, the feeling of, uh, of loss and confusion and all those different things, but mm -hmm. also, you know, some of the excitement, you know, and I saw sure. both of those things, you know, people mm -hmm. that were just, you know, drawn out. And then other people that were just like the, the one chick she had, I think she said it was her, 
this was a noon meeting, and she said that was her fourth meeting that day. Wow. You know, and she was 21 days sober. She's like, I've been, <laughs> I've been having a rough time. She's like, yeah. I've just been going to meetings all day, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, wow, but good for you, you know? Right, exactly. But, um, but yeah, you know, just, you know, kind of like just keeping, like you said, Neither one of us like like the whole term of the idea of oh you got this man and this right. and that. no you don't no, mm. no you don't no. <laughs> but the other thing that I just thought about when when you were talking was when I was in Florida which was when I was down there for that three weeks with uh, Courtney and Chris right. and I think God I think that was now seven years ago sounds about right I think you know so you know obviously almost split our sobriety in half right mm-hmm. you know so i was about 7 years sober 6 going on 7 years sober at that time and when i went down there although i was cuz courtney and chris they they knew i was sober mm-hmm. it was a safe environment mm-hmm. i had no i did not feel uncomfortable with them but i felt very compelled i went to more meetings down there in that 3 week period than i would mm-hmm. normally go to right um but i i did i felt compelled to go to a meeting every day where that wasn't the same as this time I wanted to go to a meeting, not cause I, I, it's not that I'm saying I don't need a meeting cause I could always use a meeting. I'm not, sure. I'm not stupid to think mm-hmm. I can't, mm-hmm. you know, but the, the difference in, and this just occurred to me as you were talking that, that when I was out of town before I went, I was nice meeting people and go to new places, but I did, I felt this, I felt compelled to do it. Whereas this way I just, I wanted to go and I wanted to be part of, mm-hmm. you know? and I don't know what, what that's called <laughs> growth. I mean, I don't know. Right. Well, I think it, it's <laughs> you kind of use the words, man. It's the difference between needing a meeting and using a meeting, right? Yeah, you know, we we kind of don't need meetings anymore, but we can certainly use one, right? Yeah, and it just it does meetings. Um, they especially at meeting new people and going to a new place mm-hmm. like that. Um, I, I have so much fun doing it. And I, I would have gone on Sunday, but I was just, and I, I, I bought eggs and I bought hash browns and it was, yep. you know, fucking mid eighties. And I'm like, I'm sitting out on the balcony, <laughs> just fucking sitting in the sun going, Bleh. I'm like, I, I didn't take a fucking shower until, cause the game started at what? Three 30, I think, or mm-hmm. whatever it was, or three. Something like that. I don't think I, I don't think I took a shower until like two, you know, nice. um, which I haven't done that in a long time either. And all, I was doing nothing. You know, yeah. fucking nothing. Yeah. And it was it was it's everything right. I wanted it to the be. The Lord rested <laughs> on Sunday too, you know. It's okay. <laughs> so even though I'm not a God guy, I can rest like God. Yes, in the Lord. yeah, exactly. <laughs> take take what you can use and leave the rest. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. So I can pick apart what I need yep. and leave the rest. Okay, yeah, that's great. Pick out the good parts before <laughs> I did too. All right. So on that uh, that mild bashing of God, mm-hmm. um, why don't we why don't we wrap this motherfucker up? <laughs> All right. Well, um, you know what? We started off with uh, Groundhog's Day, and uh, we uh, talked about doing meetings in other places. Um, the movie Groundhog Day, right? Right. I was at uh, uh, one of my rare meetings out on the road. It was actually in Virginia, um, Northern Virginia. Remember that in the Shenandoah Valley, and um, <laughs> it's a real small meeting, but it was. I, I got to. I had to take a thirty-six hour rest because that was when I was out on the road for a long time, and um, so I went to this little tiny meeting in this little tiny town, and I'm talking with this guy there, and um, I don't know how it came up, but we were talking about Groundhog's Day, and he said that was his favorite recovery movie, and I was like, really looking at him what the fuck are you talking about but i've since watched it 
with that in mind. So if, uh, you know, well, it's going to be not Groundhog's Day when you hear this, but um, <laughs> if you happen to watch it on Groundhog's Day, because I know they're showing it on cable, a bunch of different stations are showing it. If you happen to watch it, right? Bill Murray, right? Same thing over and over and over again. He's trying to control everything. He's trying to fix everything and nothing's fucking changing and it doesn't get good and he doesn't get out of it until he starts working for other people. Right. Fucking recovery, hmm. man. <laughs> you know, and uh, now that you mentioned that, I don't remember it being tied into a meeting, but I, I think you've talked about that before, but mm-hmm. you're right. You know, and, and the funny part, I was, I was actually, uh, last night I thought about, it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to, I had, you know, time. I was going to watch mm-hmm. it last night and right. it was on none of the, and I've got what feels like a thousand streaming services uh-huh. and it wasn't on fucking anything, you uh-huh. know? So I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I, I could have bought it for like, I could have bought the movie for like seven ninety nine, right? which I probably just should have, because it's not like I wouldn't watch it every year for the rest of my life. You uh-huh. know? Cause I like it. But um, yeah, when you, when you mentioned that, that, that is true. He keeps doing the, the same things over right. and over and, you know, selfish and self-centered and mm-hmm. everything like that. Right. So Yeah. And it doesn't get, he doesn't get out of it until he fucking lets go and actually starts working for the betterment of everything. You know, his little society that he's in there in Puxatawney, Pennsylvania. And yeah. uh, once he starts doing that, he gets the fuck out of it. Yep. Well, and, stops, and he gets uh, the girl. Yeah, and he stops trying to take advantage of her too, and actually right. had fallen, you know, the, from the romantic comedy side of things, had actually fallen in love with her, mm-hmm. you know, for who she was over that time frame, and then just stopped right. trying to, yeah, take advantage of the situation. Just he actually let things flow. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that. Imagine that. All right, so for all you motherfuckers out there that, that you know that say we say nothing positive, there, <laughs> fuck y'all, that was positive. Yeah. What about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really positive. We talked about love, too. <laughs> we did. <laughs> All right, man. Do your thing. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Sober Not Mature. As always, be kind to each other. Be good to each other. Go out there and do something nice for somebody else this week. And don't tell anybody you did it. Now it is time, kids. It is that time. It is time for you to fuck off. Then keep fucking off. Keep fucking off till you get to a gate with a sign on it saying you cannot fuck off past here. Climb over that gate, dream the impossible dream, and keep fucking off forever. (laughs) Got some volume there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and also, since our listenership is uh, is draining a little bit, Hmm. for anyone who listens, same thing we always ask. Tell one person to listen or go yeah. on and give us a give us a rating, uh, give us a review or something like that. You don't have to buy any of our shit or donate any money. If you want to do all that, fine. You know, mm. but get somebody else to, to listen. If you are taking the time to listen to this podcast every single week, you hear me talk about other podcasts all the time. Do the mm-hmm. same thing. Right. There's podcasts that I listen to that I get value out of. Mm-hmm. And I try to I try to tell you folks out there the same thing. So do that for us. We're yep. trying to we're trying to build this thing just a little bit, yeah. just a little bit. Right. Share this nonsense with some friends of yours or somebody yeah, you, you know? hate. Say, here, listen <laughs> to this. It'll fucking drive you crazy for an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah we said that before. Yeah. Bet somebody that make this their punishment. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, we'll get the, we'll get the statistic anyhow. So we don't give a fuck. That's right. <laughs> Let us verbally spank your friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that. Thank you. <laughs> All right, man. I love you, brother. I love you too. And uh, yeah, we will talk soon. We shall. Alrighty.
Bye. Bye. And now it is time for you to fuck off. Then keep fucking off. Keep fucking off until you get to a gate with a sign on it saying you cannot fuck off past here. Climb over that gate. Dream the impossible dream. And keep fucking off forever.